Hello, everybody. We're back again. I decided to be uh, polite with this week's intro instead of, you know, using some inappropriate term like I did last week. And, you know, part of the reason why, again, I always keep, uh, you know, revealing information to you live on the pod. got an email uh, on January 13th, so it would have been eight days ago, last Wednesday. I didn't mention it on the last pod. We're officially at 2,500 podcast downloads. That's pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. If you would have told me back in, uh, you know, start of quarantine, which is almost a year ago now, that we'd have 2,500 downloads, I'd be like, well, we're actually doing okay. And it's not just us. We can only download it once. <laughs> yeah, so we can only each have one download per Plus, episode. the stores aren't, aren't really, like, open, so you can't really go to, like, Best Buy and, like, just download a bunch of them onto, like, the fake yeah, iPhone. Yeah, go to the yeah. Apple store yeah. and just every iPhone entered in. Can I actually take this for a minute? Yeah. Um. So... For those of you who don't know, I live with a woman. We're not together or anything. We just happen to live with a woman. She's the third roommate with Ian and myself. Um, is there something with women that they love to leave every light on in the house? Because I know you kind of have to not talk about it right now, but um, I go downstairs and I think every light, I think the light in my room is even on. And I, she wasn't even in there. I don't know. I don't know if she just somehow turned it on. I, we pay for electricity, you know, like Excel Energy. That bill comes every month. I, I will say, I, th- I think I am my father's son because growing up all the time, I'm like immediately like turn all the lights off when you leave, leave nothing on. And you know, Rich, Rich can be stingy AF. Oh, Grant, if if my dad would be like, are you watching that TV? Right. I'd be like, no, he'd be like, yeah. we'll turn it off. Right. <laughs> I mean, I will say at night because it does get pretty dark in here and I'm now per- ties in perfectly being old oh i gotta get up and go to the bathroom in the middle yeah you don't want to like stub your foot or anything yeah yeah and sometimes like megan comes out to get some water or i come out to get some water so i do leave one of these two you know minuscule oh yeah that you know that's nothing i'm talking about like the entire basement is illuminated woof woof well uh i just don't know what it is i i I hate to i think i'll take this one megan no i mean i will say there are some times when we leave the apartment here and i'm like should we turn off some lights? You're like, nah, it's okay. And Again, I it's, just kind of, I, I, we don't, we don't really. On a consistent basis, wherever our female roommate goes, it looks like the light section of Menards. She's, she's got the, uh, wh- uh, Megan, what's the, what's the spell in Harry Potter where the wand is just lit up with light? Luminous? Yeah, that sounds right. Okay, Lumos, Luminous. It's, I, I just don't Maybe get Kaja, it. Or, Kaja, Kaja yeah. has a wand that's constantly with that spell going. I mean, I went downstairs today. Like I said, every light was on. She and she had been gone for an hour. It's like, come on. You know what? Speaking of being old, us complaining about leaving the lights. I mean, on come on. We're kind of like old. I said. The XL Energy bill comes and it's getting a little heavy. You know, all the between all the bills showing up. I mean, this is the oldest shit I've ever said. But I mean, we have to have the heat on. I was cold as shit today. I had to bump the heat up. You know, it's like tough. Tough time. Honest to God, we have to turn the heat on in here during the day because it gets too cold, but we don't have the best circulation in the bedroom, and it doesn't help that we have fleece sheets. We have to turn the air conditioning on at night because otherwise it's a goddamn sauna in the bedroom. So, I mean, sometimes I'll play a game where I'll, right before I go to bed, I'll turn the uh, um, turn the heat off, and then I'll come upstairs in the morning and see if you can see my breath. <laughs> it's gotten down like 58 before, but, I mean, can we just stop with the, stop with the leaving lights. The, the lights on? I mean, come on. Well, that is a perfect Goodness. intro. We don't have an ad read other than for AARP, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, with that, let's just hit the music.
getting old, and if you need any more evidence of that, uh, and in case anyone's wondering, I'm Al Michaelsine this episode. If anyone knows what that means, uh, rumor has it, or maybe it's not even much of a rumor. Uh, Al Michaels during Sunday, 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 Sunday Night Football, Night football yeah. broadcast, he'll just eat his entire meal in between commercials when he's not talking. Like he just the entire pretty impeccable too because you never hear him like chewing or anything. No, or... and so I'm trying that tonight. If, I, if you hear me chewing, pretend it's an ASMR episode. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and eat my dinner tonight while we're recording. So it looks delicious. If ju- if Justin just starts talking and talking and talking, <laughs> it's probably because yeah. I'm like stuffing my face full. Um, did we? Uh, did I ever tell you that uh, recently we had to almost give Ian third roommate Ian the Heimlich? No, please share. He was choking on uh, cake after his birthday. Really? And he was doing the thing where he was like patting his chest. And uh friend of the pod, Audrey B, and I just kind of cut out of the corner of our eye. And we we're kind of like, is he joking? Like, what do we do? And she kind of, and then I put my hand on like her shoulder. And I was like, should we do something? <laughs> and he was just doing like the help me, help me, help me. And then he like finally choked it up. I don't know if you recall this. Maybe you were there. Maybe you weren't. Is when we used to live at what Ian refers to as the trap house. Yeah, twenty six thirteen. Yeah, uh, there was one time I was having steak and I was choking <laughs> on a piece of steak, and the exact same thing happened. Like I was legitimately choking, and you and Max were kind of just staring at each other. <laughs> I was kind of like, <gasps> we don't want to like jump jump in and like. Right. I don't know. It also reminds me of the time when I got up too quickly and fainted, and <laughs> everyone thought I tripped. That was, was one of the funnier things I've ever and seen. It was actually car. out cold, and you guys, I came to. I think I stepped over you. Yeah, like Tyron Lou. Yeah, I came to, and you guys were just like, "Oh, are you actually okay? We thought you tripped." I'm like, "Yeah, I just fainted right there." So uh, clearly, we are in rough shape. Um, we kind of always do odds and ends here. Uh, I forgot to mention it last. Well, I couldn't really mention it last week because it wasn't necessarily official uh shout out to megan she took a new position oh so congrats, congrats megan. to her megan R. pod claps yep. and megan R. pod claps um we talked about briefly before the podcast the bernie sanders memes are just they gotta go it, it's like it's like it's it's the crying jordan i don't it's find just, that funny anymore either it's like, like people it's like people beat things to death and like oh my god this is so funny and then it's too many people like uh the inauguration was yesterday there were some pretty good ones yesterday but when they pour into the next day and they just get very unoriginal, I'm just like, can we please just end this already? I mean, this is just getting too much. I'm not kidding. I've seen maybe two that I've actually laughed out loud at. The, the one I actually thought was funny was the one where it said uh, Bernie had something else going on today and he thought he could check into the inauguration for a couple minutes or whatever. Or and the other one was uh, ki- uh, the dad uh, watching his kid play soccer or whatever. Those are the only two ones I really even found funny. Uh, and it was like a slight chuckle. Yeah, I mean, uh, Dan, friend of the pod, D Mules, sent me one today. It was Game of Thrones related. Oh, I'm I got not, that one as well. Yeah, so relevant. Yeah, so yeah. that one's funny. That yeah. one made me laugh, but it's also because I like am a Game of Thrones fan, so that makes sense. Um, but otherwise, most of them are just not fun. I mean, there was one point today. Not that I don't already do this. You know, I'm I'm a big on Instagram stories. Click, 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 click. Oh yeah, like, all the way as through. Fast as through. Sometimes I won't be going like light speed i'll just be kind of tapping like getting through isn't it the worst when you're doing it and you keep, keep clicking a tag and, oh. it, and you ex- it just and every time you try to click a different spot on the picture it just keeps clicking up the tagged my profile. biggest issue is i'll be tapping through at a pretty fast pace and then i'll realize like there's something i actually want to see what it was oh and my I god can't... and then you have to fling back and you don't know who did it or right. or 
the worst one too is if you see an ad that you want something for, then you have to go back. But then the ad doesn't show up. It's you a different have to ad. Hope it's the same ad. Yeah. The big thing for me is when I want to go back, I don't ever know if it was the person's story I'm on. Like if I have to click back or yeah. I have to swipe back to get to the previous person's. It's. I mean, that's kind of an old move too. Like we're just struggling with the new technology. Dile- yeah, we're we're just getting really old. I mean, I was I found myself complaining recently about the same thing that my dad complained about. Which he's, was he's sixty five, I'm twenty eight, and we didn't know that each other had an issue with it. The fucking download button on the songs on Apple is so small. Finicky. It's so small. Finicky as hell. And it's like, could could you make it a little bit bigger? I mean, I'm, I try to click it with my thumb, and I'm I'm playing the song, and we're getting. It's just terrible. It's I don't terrible. get it. Um, the last thing I have is I made sushi last weekend. Homemade sushi. It was delicious. Would not recommend doing it under the influence. It was a mess. The rolls were falling apart. I had had a few too many drinks. Seems like a very meticulous thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I made them again, I believe, Monday night. And it went a lot better yeah. because I was not drunk. Um, Impressive move to make sushi, though. Yeah. It, it was... Don't get me wrong. The sushi was still good, but you know, I'm looking at people trying to eat it with chopsticks. It's kind of you know, it's kind of apart. falling apart. Yeah. I was like, God, I'm such a terrible dinner host. Uh, but that's just the odds and ends, my friend. What are you listening to this week? Um, actually, there's a song for. Like I said, for me lately, it's been more songs I've rediscovered that right. have been really good. Um, honestly, a complete banger. Price tag by Jesse J. So good. I love that song. Um, and then the it reminds only reminds me of Pitch Perfect. It's it's really good. Uh. uh the other uh, radio show we listen to, uh, he plays it all the time. Um, and honestly, the uh, one of the other songs is called "Feel It Again" by Seab, Dan, Kaplan, and S- okay. Sviden, S V I D D N. I don't know, kind of like a club banger. Okay. Um, and then uh, actually downloaded a song that uh, your your lover put on her Instagram story, "Fever" by Dua Lipa. Oh yeah, she's been obsessed with Dua Lipa lately. She, every time we go into a store with, a, with records and vinyls, she's like, "Do they have Dua Lipa? Where is it? Where is it?" She's like an addict. Dua Lipa. Do, Start do, scratching her arm. We got, uh, we got that Dua Lipa. <laughs> um, for me, this week, what I'm listening to, I know I sent this song to you, uh, and you said you actually weren't a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Dandelion by Galantis. Oh, see, I love I, my high expectations for Galantis are so high that if I don't like it, love it, it kind of. I mean, it's, it's a good song, but I, just, I don't know. I, I've really liked it, but also, I, I'm not joking. I don't think there's a single Galantis song that I haven't downloaded. Like, yeah, and see, it's not like, again, it, I, I love everything Galantis does, and it's not that it's a bad song. I just isn't. I don't love it as much as the other ones. I right. Think that's what it is. So I'm listening to that. Uh, right before you walked in tonight, I was cooking dinner, and I was listening to Queen, and I did the opera, mm-hmm. and I will admit fully, I was a... Uh, millennial i used to listen to like queen greatest hits i used yep. to listen to you know like bon jovi greatest hits billy joel greatest hits you know like the greatest hits albums for all these older uh you know artists and so once we got the record player and a bunch of old vinyls you know you don't really have an option unless it's a greatest hits vinyl so we we've been listening to queen and i at the opera some think, songs on there that I had not known existed. They're fantastic. I think that album was in my top 10 albums, actually. I think that really? was my Queen album. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh, I mean, the first song on the album is a song called Death on Two Legs. I had never heard it before. It might be my... Well, I can't say that because... Don't Stop Me Now always will hold a spot That in heart, and yeah. on this album has You're My Best Friend and Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm-hmm. But Death on Two Legs is really good. And then finally, this came up today, and I was listening to them all day today. So... I was listening to the radio. 
Uh, I was driving into work today. I had you to know, go to the it, office. It is nice to listen to the radio every once in a while. You do kind of get some new stuff. So on our one of our favorite our favorite morning show that we listen to on the radio and podcast is um, a show by the name of Power Trip. The Power Trip, I should say. They have a woman on the show sometimes. Her name's Alicia Lewis. Mm-hmm. She's a broadcaster for Care 11. Correct. Um, I think, does she do the weather? Uh, no, she's just like a, uh, like a normal anchor, I think. Just a normal anchor. Yeah. Okay. And so I happened to be flipping through the channels today. And when I got out of my car uh, this morning to go to my dermatologist appointment, it was War of the Roses on KFAN. Or not KFAN, KWB. Yep. I'm like, oh, this is kind of interesting. I mean, the girl was going through, the woman was going through the entire story and it was very clear that her boyfriend was cheating on you know, her you know that stuff's fake right oh yeah i'm sure yeah. I, I i believed it they have there's a company that hires actors i'm i'm yeah. sure because you know when i was hearing this story i'm like i, I don't really listen to war of the roses or kdwb my, my ex two exes ago like loved it really so i looked into it I was like, yeah, it's fake. yeah and i was like okay i don't know what you're questioning here i mean there was stds involved like mysterious skid marks on his knees Whoa. And just ridiculous. However, when I got back in the car, they were talking to Alicia Lewis. And they asked Alicia Lewis, like, what are your three favorite throwback songs? Oh. Because they do throwback she, She's, Thursdays. like, kind of our age-ish, too. So that, She's roughly our yeah. age. And uh, her song was Waiting for Tonight by J-Lo. Oh. Our absolute jam. And then... Is on that, that the song that goes, Waiting for Tonight? Whoa! Whoa. Oh, that song's so good. So good. And then on that same album, which I had forgot I had downloaded not too long ago, is Let's Get Loud by J-Lo. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. It it had to have been because J-Lo performed at the inauguration yesterday. Had to be. So I I listened to those two songs like all day. That's that's some old school J-Lo right there. Old school 90s. Waiting for I'm going to download that right now. So that's what I've been listening to. Uh, There was not a... You know, I've been kind of disappointed. I used to really love New Music Fridays. Because I'm, you, you know, I just love new music and finding new artists and new genres and whatnot. But it's been pretty poor lately. So a lot like, of I'm trying to click the download button. It is so <laughs> goddamn small. You're gonna hit play and we're gonna get yeah, hit with a honestly, cease and desist. Honestly, good, good lord. I mean, I could I try to click it with my thumb because that's just how I hold my phone, and I'm just clicking all exactly. over the place. It's terrible. So that is what we're listening. But what I was getting at is, um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of throwbacks lately because there's just not been a lot of good. Same new with me. Music. I've just been catching some uh, some of the older songs that you just aren't in really your rotation, and you kind of throw them in your rotation. It feels good. It's it's almost like these two J Lo songs. I knew them both. You knew them both oh. because you knew the lyrics immediately. Yeah. But it's not the songs you think about. And as soon as you hear them, like, oh my god, this song's so good. So you know, J Lo, if you see an increase in your downloads this week and revenues and you know royalties paid out to you. It's not because of the inauguration. It's because of life's from the side. Well, and you want to know, too, the weird thing. So, Jesse J, that song in Price Tag, the feature. About the money, money, money. Correct. The feature on that is B.O.B. That is some real college high school vibes. B.O.B. is an oddball now. He's like a flat earther, like conspiracy theorist. He, I mean, he had magic. Such a good song. He had, like I said, I think it was college. He had his album that came out. Every song on it was really good. And then he just kind of disappeared. I don't, I don't know where he went. I think he was a Bruno Mars features on some Bruno Mars songs. Yeah. I mean, I mean, fun fact about B.O.B. Magic, one of his biggest songs ever. The guy who sings on it with him is the lead singer of Weezer. Okay, would have never known that. Yeah, so people don't know that. But anyways, uh, throwbacks are in. Yeah, throwbacks, throwbacks are, are in. in right yeah. Um, our TV recap for the week. Um, better oh, call Saul. I, before that, just so I, let's do Bash first. I have some breaking news. Oh, Bachelor, let uh, it ride. Queen Victoria has been arrested. Oh, arrested. 
She she stole food from Publix. Is she married to Jameis Winston? That's what I said, right? Uh, she stole two hundred fifty dollars from Publix. Mugshot, looking real rough. How does one think they're gonna get away with two hundred and fifty dollars worth of food? I don't know. Did she just walk out with a full cart? That's what I'm thinking. I don't know. Here, okay, so listen to this. So clearly, she doesn't win the show. So I was, so I have some family that live in Canada, and my uh, my aunt uh, runs the uh, um, police dispatch. She told me this, you know, this was a few years ago that people in Canada, I'm not going to say the city, used to run into, like, go into stores. You know, they have like Safeways up there. Mm-hmm. They would fill their carts up with meat, and then they'd run out with them, and then they'd sell it like on the meat black market. Really? Yeah. So they would buy like you'd buy like discounted meat from some dude's like trunk. That seems apparently it was like a th- apparently it was like a thing. Oh yeah. Okay. So Victoria does not win. Speaking of the Bachelor, I mean, the woman whose dad has ALS. Yeah. At first, I was Sarah. like, uh, yeah. At first, I was like, okay, you actually are kind of being a pain in the ass. Like you're. She just wasn't showing up to anything. Yeah. I mean, you are kind of sulking. Here, here's the issue. Here's the dilemma I have. I can feel bad for her and her father with what's going on and like probably everything she's going through. And at the same time, be like, okay, you clearly are just searching for attention from Matt. Not not from like maybe the TV audience, but you're searching for attention. Well, it's hard to criticize someone like that because if it would have been someone else and she left so early as she did, I would have thought that maybe she knew she was going to leave and she just came on the show to right. kind of get her image out there and then be like, oh, I have to leave. But I mean, it is tough because her dad is... I mean, to be honest, if my dad had ALS, I wouldn't be able to do anything like that. Absolutely not. So. And like she said on the show, you know, it's not a matter of months or years. It's a matter of possibly weeks. Like, oh, God, like, how did you, you know, then again, I'm kind of like, how did you come on the show in the first place? Like, you're telling me someone as good looking as you in California as like a news reporter can't find someone by not going on The Bachelor. Like, it just seems kind of yeah, it, it The Bachelor, in general, the concept of it just seems weird. Because, like, yeah, these people are, like, beautiful. Oh, yeah, Pippa sniffing my balls. Um, these people are just, wow. you know, like, beautiful humans. And they're just, like, not, like, I don't know. Well, I mean, to no surprise to anyone, Dale and Claire already broke Apparently up. Apparently, he cheated on her. Shocker. I yeah. mean, they, they, he cheated on her, yeah. Yeah, apparently, she didn't even know they broke up until he she saw his Instagram. So did he like post a thing like we're no longer together? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what happens when you get engaged after three weeks. I, you know, he played football at South Dakota State. I did not yeah. know that. Uh, good I'm for him. Full of little tidbits. I today. mean, good for him for the football portion, not the cheating on your fiance portion. Yeah, um, kind of wild, right? Other uh, than that. Uh, oh, how's Better Call Saul then? Well, I was going to say Bachelor first. Um, I've, have they ever done this before where mid-season they just bring new people into the show? Um, they kind of did it with Tasha season, but that was because there weren't as many guys left. Why do you think they did it? I don't know. And the other weird thing is, is I think two people went home last week. Usually like five people go home yeah. at this point. Like they're just milking it. I don't know if they're just having like a mass exodus, like 10 people are going to go home in a week or what, but it's odd. And I, I t- I'm sure it's probably the drama factor as well. Or they're like, trying to extend the season because there's, they have no other programming. I don't who know. Who the hell knows? But anyways, better call Saul. Uh, I told my dad to watch it. Yeah. He already has finished it. I mean, I'm convinced he's already dad- finished. I'm convinced my dad goes to work, works until, you know, the 7.30 to 4 at 4. He stops, gets whatever errands he has to do, yeah. do, get done. Whatever errands he has to get done, done. 
and then just sits and watches Netflix all night because he's already finished. And I've been watching. Well, that means he liked it though too, which is right. Good. But I've been watching like an episode a day, so yep. I, I've been making pretty. Good, I had a huge head start on him, so he's already done. Um, I'm almost done with season four. Apparently, Netflix only has the first four seasons right now, so he's not done with the series or caught. To up. be honest, though, it's not a bad thing because the season five is so good that you're kind of. You're not you're not fully caught up. You haven't like fully right. gone through it all. You still have more programming to watch. Which so I'm good, not so. sure. I'm not sure. I'll, I'm sure you can find it somewhere, or I can wait till it comes out on Netflix. But I don't plan on watching Breaking Bad right after this because mm-hmm. I want to do the. Yeah. Uh, um, they are filming season six too, so that okay. that should be yeah, up good relatively soon. Um, I will say it just continues to happen where guys that I know are in Breaking it's Bad are part, showing man. up. That's the best part. So I'm a big fan of it. I'm glad you suggested it. Clearly, I've liked it so much that I've watched, an, I, like I said, I watch an episode a morning. Like I wake up in the morning, do my lift. It's great. I, I couldn't recommend it more, especially if you love Breaking Bad. And honestly, even if you haven't watched Breaking Bad, you could watch this first because it technically is a prequel. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's it, it. the thing is, like when they're introducing these characters that are in Breaking Bad. They're not huge characters either. They're just kind of big characters. Other than Gus Fring, but yeah. at the same time, it's not like you need to know anything about them. Like, it's just kind of, it's the nostalgic kind of cool factor to yeah. be like, oh, these people are people. It honestly makes the episode because you're like, holy shit, that's that guy. Right. Yeah. Right. And the last thing I have from a TV standpoint is we're still trucking through Sh- Shameless. It keeps getting better. Like, it's. I've only, it's one of those shows where I've only ever heard good things. I got to be honest, when Megan first suggested it, I wasn't fully bought in. I was like, Ian kind of liked it. I know her dad liked it, but that's really the only two people I've ever heard kind of talk about it. Um, but we're like almost almost season one, and they're like so dysfunctional that it's good. Like they're so crazy dysfunctional that it's almost too hard to believe, which makes it even funnier. Uh, if anyone hasn't watched it yet, I would highly recommend it. Um, uh, just one more TV programming note. Uh, third roommate Ian and I watched the Tiger Woods documentary. Actually, quite good. Um, should have been like it could have legitimately been the last dance where it was ten episodes. It was really? only, it was only two. Um, How well, long is each episode? Hour and a half. Boy, did he get into some shit. And I'll tell you what he his life was destined for the life, whether he liked it or not. So, I have heard some complaints about it, and this is probably from like the major Tiger stands that yeah. it's shot from a negative perspective and not a positive. Did you feel like that it was unfairly representative of him? Not at all. He, they, they, you know, they told the truth. And he, like I said, his dad was a, his dad cheated on the the mom. And they talk about this in the documentary. And that's all Tiger saw growing up. Right. So I'm not surprised why Tiger, I mean, you learn a lot from your dad. And if that's what he saw, that's what he was going to get into. And I mean, the dude was so sheltered that he just had his life was like I said, his life was chosen for him by his parents. He had right. no choice. He only could be a golfer. That was, they, they asked him if he ever played any team sports and he said no, cause his dad wouldn't let him. It was only golf. Ever. And see, I, that's why I wanted to ask because it's do, definitely worth a watch. You should watch I, it. Do I like when tiger is doing well and like on Sunday, you know, social media is a buzz about tiger and how he's performing. Yes. That's super cool. I know he's one of the best golfers of all time. Um, I don't dislike him. I'm not a crazy fanboy like some others are. And so I was wondering if the general consensus of the documentary being unfair or kind of negative towards him or shedding him in a negative light uh, was actually true. 
or if people are just kind of being a little butthurt about it. See, into- I'll defend Tiger to the death, but I thought it, I thought it was fine. And that was going to be that critical. was going to be my comment is you know I don't necessarily know everything to know about Tiger Woods's life, but if I had to guess, you know, as I was hearing what was coming out about it, is that you know they're probably just representing what happened, and people are just like, oh, well, I guess Tiger's not you know like an angel, you know. People knew that he cheated, but you know I'm sure there's things about his life that people probably didn't know. They're like, oh, I guess that. Probably isn't the most flattering. Yeah, I mean, him. it definitely wasn't flattering. But again, this is all stuff that everybody knew about. All stuff that he did, it was proven. He admitted it, and like I said, it, it almost gave him an out because it was like this is how he was raised. Right. So I thought, but definitely worth a watch. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited for it. Actually, the only other thing I'm going to say from like a TV and movie stamp. Well, first of all, I watched V for Vendetta last night. Megan and I did, or was it the night before? Tuesday. Tuesday night. Um. Never had seen it before. I had heard good things. Uh, first of all, very good. I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, it's definitely a movie that you got to pay attention to. Yep. Because Megan and I were kind of chatting back and forth, talking about things during the movie, and we missed some points that when I went back and read about it the following day, I was like, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. We must have missed that specific conversation or, or portion of the movie. So it's definitely something if you're going to watch, you got to dedicate your time. You got to be like, I want to watch this because I want to, you know, focus in. Really good. Hugo Weaving's really good in it. Natalie Portman is amazing in it. She shaves her head for that. What a role. She, she did. And the only other thing is very topical. It's a political uprising. Yeah. It's <laughs> essentially about citizens of a country trying to overthrow the government. Now, I will say, you know, in this fictional world for V for Vendetta, it's not a democracy. It's more of like a totalitarian dictatorship so it makes a little bit more sense that they're trying to overthrow the government but really a unique you know why i liked it it's because it's unique like i said you we've talked about when we went through the movie list if movies are super unique and like out there and different and not something that's been done a million times i'm always going to be a huge fan and that's why i liked it like i said it was my college roommate jack e from brooklyn park's favorite movie of all time he had formerly of maryland correct he had a movie poster in our dorm room for that movie and I, honestly I, i've never seen it but uh, i've only like i said it's one of those movies where i've only ever good, heard good things okay um, also back to the how we're getting old this is, might be the oldest move of all time i've been watching more movies and shows with the remote in my hand and i just hold the remote in my hand and turn the volume up and, and i down. turn the volume up now or if i miss something i rewind so Hold, I, don't I mean i caught myself doing that today. i was like oh no i don't necessarily do the it's in my hand the yeah, left hand i don't necessarily do the rewind and fast forward but knowing like we heard our neighbor playing music pretty loudly the other day and i got a sound bar on black friday and so it comes with a subwoofer and so like in action movies sometimes it gets really really loud or if it's music in the movie the 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 bass is super loud so i do the same thing where i grab the remote and i turn it down and turn it back up it's like when the commercial is too loud and then the show is too quiet but i'm literally i'm literally watching the entire show with the remote in my hand if like I miss something, oh, better rewind. Don't hear what she said. Ooh, we even turned the captions on for something really? recently. That, that was pretty bad. See, too. that's the one thing I did not learn from my father because my dad, like 10, 15 years ago, got a surround sound system. Yep. So it's got the subwoofer in the corner, the speakers in front, the mounted speakers in the back. That dude listens to movies like his hearing is going out of style. He His volume does not change at all. There'll be some times where I'd be like up in my bedroom and like I, the house would legitimately almost be shaking because he's watching, you know, Pearl Harbor or something, and it's just rattling. <laughs> uh, so a couple other things. I 
this has become more movie related. It's kind of like a what are we listening to? What are we watching? Right. Kind of so thing. So yeah. movies. I actually took a picture of this uh, the other day because I want to. I want to watch it, and I need to find what it's called. It was a movie that's about to come out on HBO, I believe. I don't. I don't. I don't have it saved anymore. I think it's called A Night in Miami. Oh, I'm watching that tomorrow with my father. So does Amazon it come Prime. out tomorrow? No, it came out last Friday. And so it's about Miles Davis. Sam Cooke, our Sam, boy, our boy Sam, Sam Cooke, Cook. yep. and then Muhammad Ali, Muhammad Ali, yep, and is Malcolm X. Why don't you just? Why don't you just? That's all I know. Yeah, so it's it's about a night in Memphis or something. I got to be honest, I'm really butchering it. It looked super good. I'm very excited to eventually watch. It. And there's a lot of big name actors, and if I remember correctly, I I think there's a lot of guys in it that. Uh, so Regina King actually directed it. Um, she, she you would know her face. She's a black actress, really really good. Um. But yeah, it, it, all I know for sure is, is Malcolm X, Muhammad Ali, and Sa- our boy Sam Cooke. And I'm assuming they're all in Miami in the same night and something goes down. I'm not sure. I'm watching it tomorrow, right. so I'll have to report You'll back. You'll have to report back because yeah. I, 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 it caught my attention enough that I like typed it into my phone and like screenshotted it. Uh, the other movie I screenshotted that's about to come out on HBO Max next week, next Friday, is called The Little Things. Mm-hmm. It's Denzel Washington, Remy Malik, and Jared Leto. Yep. Uh, it's about uh, two cops tracking out oh, a serial killer. That looks quite good. I want to watch. Yeah. It. I mean, when you have those three in the movie alone, yeah. like that's. I mean, it those is kind of cool. Of how a lot of these movies are coming straight to streaming, and if you have the service, you don't have to pay for it. And I which is yes, great. and I will yeah. also say I get emails from HBO that kind of say, uh, "Here's what's been released." Mm-hmm. For those of you that have not watched it yet, apparently The King of Staten Island has been released yep, on HBO. Yep, is for sure. So yeah. I will be watching that at some that was, point. That as was well. very good. You've seen it. Yep. Very yeah, good. I, I plan on watching that at some point. So yeah, we just gave you guys like. 10 different things to watch so if you're like you know it's freaking cold out right now we were just complaining about it before we recorded the pod if you need a reason to stay inside and you need something to do we just gave you like 10 options plus nfl football is only what two weekends left and it's all on sundays so i mean you're gonna run out of things to watch pretty soon oh yeah the football season is gone don't remind us i mean that takes us right into it uh our sports section of the podcast uh i gotta be honest more quick hitters from everything. There isn't much to report. I but. just, I really, really need whoever is left between the Bills, the Chiefs, the Buccaneers. I just need someone to beat the Packers. I cannot have the Packers winning the Super Bowl. The, honestly, the only good thing I could possibly see with the Packers winning the Super Bowl is I could possibly see Aaron Rodgers being like, I'm done. I don't think he's talked about retiring at all, but I, he doesn't He seem like the guy with the ego to kind of be like, I'm gonna retire on top. He also seen, he also has been doing a lot more like radio hits and like like television hits. And media. I, I think he could see. I could. I think he could, he could envision himself doing like a a job in media. I mean, he'd be. I hate to say this, but I think he'd be a great announcer. Actually, we've, I mean, we've talked about it before. If Aaron Rodgers did not play for the Packers, we'd love him. Oh, it's it's the ultimate. You hate him if he's not on your team, but you would love him and you defend him to the death. It's, it's the PJ yeah. Fleck theory. Yep, everyone 100%. hates PJ Fleck yep. except for Gophers fans because yep. he's arrogant he's egotistical and he's it, kind of a quirky guy and it's like my lebron my lebron hatred i hate lebron i don't like Aaron Rodgers, but i respect him he's probably i mean he he's gonna win the mvp this year even though i said mahomes is gonna win a couple episodes ago but rogers will win and he he's should. had an awesome year the one thing i will say as i was watching that playoff game last sunday between the saints and the buccaneers First of all, people seem to think that was a terrible game. I didn't see that. I uh, I thought every game last weekend was awesome. Great, yeah, we, great uh, football. Uh, what was the night game on Sunday? 
that was the Saints, the Saints, Saints game. Ian and I had multiple oh 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 moments where we were like yelling at the team, and we didn't even care who you know really who won. The one the one thing when I, Tyler Johnson caught that circus catch, we like jumped out of our, yeah, our seats. That was an amazing catch. Yeah. The one thing I will say is, so going into that game, had I been a Packers fan, my thought process would have been. I really don't want to play the Saints. I don't want to play Alvin Kamara. I don't want see, to play Michael I, Thomas. See, and my initial thought was I wouldn't want to play the Bucks. And as that game was going on, I was texting a couple people, and I was like, God, I can't believe I ever doubted Tom Brady in the playoffs. I told, that dude I told neighbor Dan, I said, you would be lucky to play Drew Brees. That dude is a shell of himself. And how do you – I mean, honestly, I get that the Packers are favorites. I get that it's in Green Bay. How like it's so hard to pick against Tom Brady, and that they have just weapons: wins. Gronk, Ronald Jones, Antonio and their defense Brown. defense was on fire last Mike, night. Mike four Evans. Turnovers? I mean, Antoine Winfield was flying all over the field. They I mean, they have weapons. Tyler Johnson's their fifth receiver. He'd be he'd be Scotty a third Miller receiver. Yeah, made a big play. Yeah, like, I and Tom Brady looks pretty damn locked in. I'm not gonna lie. So here's my other question for you. So neighbor Dan D Mules asked me this last week. You know, what would your order be for players, for quarterbacks left on who you would want to win it all? So first, I said Josh Allen. Because, oh, we, Josh Allen's the god. We love Josh Allen. Well, and first of all, he carried me to a fantasy football championship, and the Bills are just like the Vikings. Been to the Super Bowl four times, never Heart won completely it. completely broken. Diehard fans. Yep. Bills Mafia is like the most diehard fan group I've ever seen. Well, and Josh Allen too. He got a lot of shit last year because he didn't have the best year. Just give the dude, give the dude time to develop. Get right. him like offensive coordinator that's going to stay. He is. He's going to be a really good player. Yeah. So he already he, is a really good. He player. would be my first choice, but I also think at the same time, assuming Patrick Mahomes plays this weekend, that they have the least chance. Correct. I, I think right. that the Chiefs look really good. My second choice on that list would be Tom Brady. A hundred percent. I would love to see. So people hate Tom Brady. I feel like you kind of either love him or hate him. That seems to be the case. I've never had animosity towards Tom Brady. I mean, it kind of sucked in the NFL when every year the Patriots were winning the Super Bowl. It's like not fun. You know, it's kind of like fucks. Again, but you know, the there's love. a salary cap. I mean, you, you can't blame the guy for just winning. And how awesome would it be for him to go his whole career with the Patriots and everyone be like, well, it's just Bill Belichick and the Patriots in the system. And in his first year out of that, you know, regime to go and win the Super Bowl with another team. While well, awesome. the Patriots didn't even make the damn playoffs. Awesome. And it would honestly That'd be the biggest FU of all time. I'll tell you this much right now. If Tom Brady wins the Super, he might already be. If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, he's the best quarterback of all time. He's the best. I think he's the best player of all time. Has to yeah. be. I, and he was a six round pick. Like if he wins the Super Bowl this year, and I he's don't, 41. So he's 41. I think he's 43. 42, he, uh, 42 maybe. I'm going to Google 40, it right 41, 42, 43. He's got, I think, two years on Drew Brees. Brady looks as fresh as ever. Drew Brees looks like he can barely throw five yards. I mean, do we have do we have a, an age on on Thomas Brady? Forty three years old. Forty three, and I think like I said, I think Drew Brees is either thirty nine or forty. So that means he has three years on. Drew Brees is like is done. He's yeah. cooked. Tom Brady looks like he could play for another five years. So, and I'm not just saying this because they're playing the Packers. I would be saying this if they're playing the Saints. If they're playing the Bear. I mean, honestly, any other team in the NFC, I would be pulling for the Bucks because well, and I what love an awesome I, story. I love Bruce Arians. 
Tyler Johnson, yeah. Antoine, Antoine Winfield. I mean, we love those guys. Mike Evans has played with shit quarterbacks for his right. whole career. I mean, they're just a team you can kind of root for. So I'm, we're pulling for the Bills and, and Buccaneers. I mean, if I had to guess, I would assume it's going to be both number one seeds just because the Packers have looked unstoppable this year and the Chiefs are a machine. Which, but, I hate to say it, that would actually be a pretty good game. Chiefs-Packers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be a really good game. But Chiefs-Buccaneers, like the, the, the new best quarterback in the NFL versus the oldest possibly best don't quarterback quote me on time. this too i, th- I want to say the super bowl's in tampa bay it is yeah which would so be how wild cool would that yeah be? anyways we, we've talked enough about the nfl they're going to be both great games i'm hoping on sunday um we've i mean everyone listened. I, I would say this playoffs has been very good very, i've been engaged good. in almost every game and it's it's like we i mean the nfl is always going to have an a plus product because yep. of fantasy football and it's just it's the biggest sport in the united states but there's nothing better than playoff football i mean i've made so during the regular season there would be sundays where i'd be kind of doing things you know i wouldn't be locked into football all day i've made an effort to watch at least a portion of and every these aren't game. these aren't aren't even our team this is the vikings have been out of contention for right. a month and right. we, we're just watching football we so that'll be football, man. that'll we're just, be we're very, just dudes being dudes watching football <laughs> guys being dudes that's very exciting uh the wolves suck nothing else to say did you watch that game last night I on, still, on I still have night. not watched a minute of Gopher or uh, Timberwolves basketball. You, uh, I, I was watching it, and it was one of those things where it's like, this was kind of getting hairy. You know, our 20-point lead is down to like seven, and, you know, we kept kind of getting our lead back up, and then it got to five, and then it got to three, and then it was one, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. Uh, Ian actually got the alert on his phone before the game ended. He goes, how the hell did we lose this game? I look up, Cole Anthony is launching a three from half court, buries it. I, I will say the Ryan Saunders out contingency is very strong right now. They People want him gone, and I don't blame him. I mean, he's just not a good coach. It's like we talked about a couple episodes ago. The, the sentimentality of it all, I get, but he's just not a good coach. I mean, we'll call a spade a spade. I think he's over his depth. We've actually talked about before. We think he'd be a really good coach for the Gophers. He'd actually be a great Gopher he played, coach. He played basketball there. He, can, he, knows, he, can, he knows the he, state. He can uh, relate Connect to the younger with these kids. kids. Yep. Yeah, I think he'd be a really good Gophers coach, but that's neither here nor there. So, yeah, the Wolves, I still have not watched a second of. The other team on FSN, I have watched some of wow. the Wild. Although I'm starting to think the more I watch of them, the more likely they are to lose because I didn't tune in for the first game. And Kaprasov went off, and I'm like, okay, this guy might be worth watching alone. They won the next night or the night after. Then the the third game, mm-hmm. I watched almost the entire thing, and we lost one nothing. And then we went on to win last night, and I only watched like you know a period or two. So I guess maybe I just have to tune in for a little bit and then turn it off. Again, what does it come back to? The games don't start till eight o'clock or nine o'clock. We're in bed by the time the game's over. Brutal. We're on our West Coast it's swing. Brutal. It's terrible. It's brutal. So that that division realignment kills us fans because people don't want to watch i mean unless you're a diehard well put it this way i was in the office today one of my co-workers his name is scott um he is a massive wild fan he's such a big wild fan that he will wear a shirt and tie after every game they win oh my god so he'll <laughs> talk about an old move Holy so moly. so he will dress up in a shirt and tie and people know it you know if, if scott's wearing a shirt and tie the wild one last night and as he was leaving today, he's like, yeah, hopefully tonight I can go to bed before midnight. I'm like, okay, so this guy just stays up and watches the well, whole game. And how how convoluted is that, too? So we're up late. When the West Coast teams play us, their, their games are on when they're at work. Right. Their games start at 5 o'clock. 
That's terrible. Horrible. And so, that, and when you couple that with YouTube TV getting rid of FSN, it just yeah. makes it so hard to watch. But, you know, the Wild have won three games, lost one. Maybe they'll be halfway decent this year. I mean, I get it's a four-game sample size. It's not huge, but. I mean, I've watched all four games. We actually do look quite good. We look a lot faster, that's for sure. We've gotten younger. We've gotten rid of our old. Did you slop on yourself? Yeah, I'm trying to make sure I don't. Trying to make sure I don't sit on it. Uh, we've gotten a lot faster. We've gotten a lot younger. Uh, Miko Koivu, who has been with on our team for about 15 years, the slowest man alive. He's not on our team anymore. Dubnik's gone. He gave up four goals in one period last night for the Sharks. So, oh, I do have a question for you. Well, first of all, I'll say this: uh, between the Wild and the Wolves. I'm 100 times more likely to watch the Wild at this point. Oh, the Wolves, I just watch because we have two TVs. I'm trying to fill The Wolves fill are unwatchable. They're an unwatchable product. Uh, Cam Talbot, I know he's been in the NHL for several years. Did we sign him as a free agent? Did we trade for him? What's the uh, situation? We signed him. He was with, I want to say, Edmonton last year, Calgary maybe. Uh, wasn't very good last year, really good the year before. Um, he will be he will be bridging the gap between either Kapokokkanen or a draftable goalie. So what's up with Staylock? Stalock is uh, upper body injury, and nobody knows what it is. So he's just been out all year. He will probably be out for the rest of the year. Really? So yep. who's our rotate? Because I know it's in the Kapo NHL, Kockinen. so it is. Yep. Because I know in the NHL, he played last night. I know in the NHL, it's a big deal to have like rotational goalies. You know, yep. those guys were yeah. Kockinen started. It's about three to one ratio okay. type deal. Yep. Interesting. Well, yeah, I'm I'm more much more likely. To watch I, I want to say something. When they for the NHL, it's weird because it's either upper body or lower body. They don't say they exactly don't what it is. I want to say he has something going on with his head, like concussions, maybe or something like that. It's one no one knows. Yikes! Literally nobody knows. Yikes! Uh, well, that's your wild update. You know, like I said, they've they, they've played four games. The Timberwolves have played thirteen. Both teams have the same amount of victories. That's all you need to know. <laughs> that's literally all you need to what know. A, about what a mess! Uh, go for basketball. Uh, we didn't get to talk about it last week because it hadn't happened yet. Apparently, if we play at home, you know we're, you know, the best team in college basketball history. We're the we're the mid sixties UCLA. I saw a tweet that said we would beat Gonzaga at home. Honestly, I think we would. The, I don't know what it, it's. Got, you know what it's got to be. It's got to be practicing on those rims. It has to be. Like, it, we it, shoot it's so literally much a night and day thing. I mean, we played Mich- We played Michigan twice. We blew the doors off them when we played them at home. We got absolutely killed on the road. It, and, it looked and, like two different teams. It's it's ridiculous, and so it'll be interesting. Here, here's the thing: it'll be interesting to see what happens once we start playing these teams that aren't as good. This is when we need to pad the, the old record. So Saturday we play. Do you remember who? Uh, I know it's Maryland. a midday game. Maryland. Maryland. Yep. We were supposed to play Nebraska uh, the other night. They had COVID issues. I believe it will be made up though. Yes. Um. And so we have a game on Saturday. Maryland is not nearly as good. We don't play a ranked team the rest of the year. No. Also, Mark Turgeon, Maryland's head coach, that dude looks like someone ran his cat over at all times. Just pissed off at the world. Uh, he is on the hot seat, I think. Which is kind of harsh because they've been pretty good the last couple of years. They've they've been like a, you know, they were like that top 10 team, though, a couple of years ago, and they like lost in like the round of 32. True. It's been kind of one of those things. So the Gophers play on Saturday. It's at home? Uh, that I do not know. I'll look it up real quick. If it's at home, probably a win. If it's if it's at home, must watch. Yep. If it's on the road, maybe kind of keep an eye on it with your phone for yep. I don't know, like the first half. And if it's close, maybe turn it on. But uh, we know how it goes in terms of how the Gophers play at home on the road. Uh, we play number 
No, oh, they're unranked. We're 17th in the country. It's at Williams Arena, so tune in, folks. Oh, it's, that's a must-watch. It's at 1. It does not say what it's on, though. I would I, imagine Big Ten Network. Got to be Big Ten Network. That's almost every game right now. Um, anyways, watch the Gopher basketball team when they're at home. And actually, honestly, just enjoy this Gopher basketball team. I mean, th- we've gone through a lot of heartache with this team. Our man JG on Twitter said, enjoy this team because it's not going to be the same next year. Amen, brother, because... Our Marcus Carr is the best, one of the best players we've had in our lifetimes for the Gophers, oh, yes. and Liam Robbins is could be a Big Ten Player of the Year next year. Liam Robbins has already won Player of the Week. I, I don't think just Big Ten, like Player of the Week. And he got twice. added to the Naismith watch list. I mean, that's that's a big deal. And if you would have told me that after the first like three or four games of the season, he was a stiff, horrible, falling out. That every one game. dude with the mullet was dominating him on for, Mount St. Mary's or whatever. I still follow that guy. Ever since I started following him, he has posted one Instagram story. That's it. And it was today. Le Pepe. Le Pepe, yeah. Uh, anyways, yeah. We joke about the home and road split. If you have the ability to do so, watch this Gophers basketball team if you're a basketball fan. Because not only are they playing well this year, and this is one of the better teams we've had probably in the last 10 years. One of the better, based on how things have gone so oh, 100%. far. 100%. Uh we might get better recruits because of it. And I mean, I think Richard Pitino, if the season, if we handle our business against these unranked teams, Richard Pitino is saving his job. So we have, I think how many games do we have left? Nine ish. I think. So what is our record? I think it's 11 and four. Does that sound about right? I want to say if all, if things went according to plan, we would be about 16 and five. So that would be, I think five and one the rest of the way. So it's 16, 16 and six ish somewhere in there that, I mean, that's a pretty damn good record, obviously in an abbreviated season, but I mean, that, we've talked about it. That's with the amount of ranked wins we have. That's a three or four seed. In so, so right now the Gophers are eleven and four. Nebraska got canceled on Wednesday. Yep. But we have one, two, three, four, five. Sorry, I clicked into it on accident. It's like downloading this thing. I, I need like bifocals or yep. something. Let me try this again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven games left. Only one ranked game against Illinois. At home, and they could very well not be ranked. Illinois is only twenty-two right now, so eleven games left. We're eleven and four. Let's say we go seven and four. I was just about to say I'd say a seven and four. So eighteen and eight. I mean, that's a you would win your first game in the Big Ten tournament probably if they even have it. So regardless, you're eighteen and eight, nineteen and nine. I mean, you would the Gophers would make the tournament at that point. When we were, I want to say when we were, uh, you know. 10 and 2 but we'd gotten our ass kicked our net ranking was like top 20 still right we have all these ranked wins and out of those 11 games left five are on the road so it's it's five six split so literally all we have to do we have not won a single road game all year all we have to do is win one road game and win all our home games like we've been doing yep. all year long and you're 18 and i mean eight. we we will make the tournament i'm guaranteeing you that right now we will we just unless, have too many yeah good unless wins. we have like a major injury yeah. or covid issues or yeah. fall apart we should make the i mean tournament. and that's a big deal for the golfers so huge deal like i said watch like you said watch the golfers because it's fun to watch exactly uh the vikings our offensive coordinator last year gary kubiak officially retired today uh, convenient that he waited until everybody else got their uh, coordinator signed. Anthony Lynn has not signed yet. Yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, you know who actually I saw was a, a contender that I would be interested in is uh, Schottenheimer. The, uh, not Marty. He has dementia. But his son, uh, the guy who was uh, Seattle's offensive coordinator last year. I don't hate it. They were top five in offense. Okay, here's another thing I'm going to say. It's going to sound blasphemous. I don't think Adam Gase as a 
offensive coordinator would be the worst thing in the world. He was not a good head coach. He was not. He's kind of like the Anthony Lynn. Clearly not a good head coach. But he was. He got his head coaching job off of being an offensive guru in Miami. But then again, I, now that I think about it, like Devontae Parker sucked until he left. Ryan Tannehill sucked until he went to the Titans. Um, he would be my last Robbie choice Anderson. as far as everybody that's available. Robbie Anderson sucked until he went to Karras. So as I'm talking about this live on the pod, I do not <laughs> want Adam Gase. You know, I saw someone mention it today. I'm like, oh, that'd be interesting because I could see Zimmer doing that because he's a former head coach. Don't want My him. best guess is Clint. Clint. Kubiak goes to OC. Um, and we just kind of hire people to fill the spots. So the big issue is this is going to be the Vikings' sixth offensive coordinator in six years. That sucks. Not great. And that K- sucks. Kirk's had a new offensive coordinator every year. Kinda so that for sucks. continuity for that. Right. And so that's also why I'm partially kind of hoping we go with Clint because I mean if he runs the exact same offense as his dad ran I'm we we finished best off we had the best offense this past year since 2009 wow when we had Brett Favre so all I'm gonna say is you would imagine Clint Kubiak is going to likely run the same offense his dad did I there's there's, I highly doubt he wouldn't and he's gonna lean on him plus plus another plus he was he was a quarterback's coach so he knows Kirk so. so I think as we're talking about it most ideally, people can be like, well, we're just going to promote another guy from within. I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I mean look at Stefanski. For, and for all intents and purposes, we're just, it's the same. It's the status quo. He has the same last name. It's his right. son. But look at Stefanski. I mean, we promoted him from within, from quarterback's coach to offensive coordinator yeah. to the Browns head coach, and they made the playoffs for the first time in 20 years. Like, It's not the worst thing in the world to hire from within. And it, it would give, from a best-case scenario, continuity from a best-case scenario in terms of... And Zimmer likes... Continuity as much as possible. So, so I mean, I, it sounds like we're on the Clint Kubiak. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine uh, with it. Well, we'll update you as soon as we have a hire. I did see on Twitter today. Don't expect it to be soon. They're gonna, you know, talk about their interview individuals with from within, and then also look at individuals outside the organization. So we'll see who they go with. But the Life from the Sidelines podcast is we have given our stamp of approval Clint for Clint Kubiak. Correct. Uh, the last thing I have from a sports related perspective is. Our soccer teams are kind of football for the pretentious out there. Would you say they're flourishing? They're kind of fine right now. Right now, Leicester is very much in the hunt to win the league. Yep. Like, they are two points off the top. Uh, Arsenal is a little bit lower at 10th, but Arsenal has also won, I think, four of their – they haven't lost in five league games. I will say, though, the table from one to about six, I think, like, three points separate it. And even, like, 10th. To like fourth, I think I'm kind of. I know it sounds like I'm just pulling numbers out. I would be willing to bet you guys are only about five points behind us, and we're first, you're tenth. I, I, yeah. So you, well, I think if you Les- rattle off some wins, you're right back. I in think it. Leicester's on thirty-eight points because I think Manchester United's top of the table at forty. I'm almost positive Arsenal is at twenty-seven. So we're only eleven points off you, and right now we're flying. We've yep. we've we've been playing good fo- football. Tell you what, I love. You know what? It is. My birthday next Wednesday. I like the Premier League so much that I'm taking next Wednesday off because there's like five Premier League games. Oh, that's worked out perfect. I have nothing planned other than I'm just going to take the day off and just watch soccer and just enjoy my day off and just turn the games on because that's that's just what I want to do. The Premier League, this is the craziest. Ever since I started following it four or five years ago, this is the craziest the Premier League has ever been. Typically what happens is there's like three or four teams 
that shoot up to the top of the table and just run train all year. They dominate oh, the like league. Liverpool, Liverpool last year. Liverpool was Manchester un- City the yep. year before. Manchester City the year before that. Uh, teams just go on and dominate. And this year, everyone is in the mix. Like It's crazy to say, but Arsenal is still in the mix. Not necessarily to win the league. But they're in the mix to like make moves to the top of the table. Like everyone is in it this year. It's one of the crazier Premier League seasons. It's definitely the craziest I've seen since I've started rooting for it. So I'm I hope all the Premier League talk we gave at the beginning of the year got every or at least a few people invested because it's A plus television. And uh as you texted me the other day, you uh, the Leicester played at like two o'clock on like Wednesday. And it helps that you're working from home, you can just throw it on the TV. I, I have my iPad basically charged at all times because there's so many midweek games right now that if I'm working and it's kind of a slow day, I'm just going to have the game on, you know, just kind of checking in here mm-hmm. and there and watching it. And, you know, people might not know this about the Premier League. It's not like the MLS even or any of the American sports. There are no playoffs. It's just once the regular season is over. Every game matters, man. Whoever is at the top of the table is the winner. So... Even you know what, honestly, even if you're not rooting from a Premier League team, start watching now. Start rooting now because there's no better time to start in a season that's topsy turvy and anything could happen. Which leads us into our final point of the episode. It's a new segment, kind of ties in with sports. Uh, I got inspired by one of our favorite podcasts, The Solid Verb, mm-hmm. uh, and it's actually called The Solid Verb, but we like to call it The Solid Verb. You know, we had, we're tight. Yeah, we're, we're cool yeah, guys. Ty and Dan. Uh, they essentially started today's episode with the lyrics from Fix You by Coldplay. And the discussion was, how would you fix college football? And they rattled off a bunch of different, you know, suggestions as to what you could do to fix college football. So I'm not going to pull what our segment is going to be is we're going to make suggestions for rule changes some of our favorite sports, favorite leagues about what they could change to make the league or the game better. And so See, I told you know, I haven't listened to all that episode of Solid Verbal yet, so I'm hoping that that maybe means we have different ones, which would be good. Yes, and I didn't do any through for the college football for college football because I'm like I I don't want to. See, and I have one for college football. So. And I actually do have one for college football that was not mentioned on the I show. I think you would agree with mine though. Okay, so let's hear yours first. I mean, for college football, I think they need to change. Well. I don't think they I don't, put it this way. I don't think any of these need to be changed, but I, I wouldn't be opposed. And I think it would make the game better. Like you said, fixing it. So let's just both start with our college football. My college football is, I think if you, uh, when you're, if you fall on the ground, you should be able to get back up. Like in the NFL, you aren't, you aren't down until you get touched. I, I don't hate that rule at all. It's, it's, it, it is kind of odd that in college football, if you, if your knee or elbow touches the ground, you're down or any, you only have to get one foot in, but then all of a sudden you go to the NFL and yep. you're not down. You got to get two feet in it. It, I'm fine with the one foot because a lot of these guys' bodies literally haven't developed yet and you can't twist and turn like these NFL athletes. But I think if you fall down, get back up. I mean, I've always found it weird. It is an odd rule. My suggestion for NCAA football is I think if you are a Power 5 team, you should be required to schedule one non-conference game against another Power 5 team. Oh, I love that. Like you have every year, and the Gophers are guilty of it. I'm not you know, saying we're not, but the Gophers are guilty of it where we schedule NDSU, South Dakota State, you know, North Wyoming. Carolina A&T, some cupcake. Yeah, It's all these teams that like, okay, we should win these games. And well, we and I will out. say too, Auburn, 
helps that we know their schedule. They do a very good job. They've played Oregon. They've, yeah. they've played a bunch of, you know, in the classic games uh, at the beginning of the year. And to be honest, teams like that, you have to because you really need a big win at the beginning right. of the year. And so I think it'd be exciting if you're like, hey, if you're a Power 5 team, you can play those cupcakes, but one of your games has to be against another Power 5 team. It doesn't need to be Alabama. Yeah, I mean, the golfers played Oregon State a couple years ago. Could be ago. Duke. Yeah. Could be Wake Forest. Just a team from another Power 5 Well, then it, then it makes the earlier weeks more interesting because you're not playing, like I said, shithole state. I, I would like that. So that is my first suggestion for a rule change. Uh, what is your next one? Um, I just have two quick ones. Th- th- these aren't going to happen, but I'd be fine with it. Um, the NBA, just contract the Wolves. We don't need them anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'd be fine with They're just not a team anymore. So my NBA one is at a four-point line. Okay. Uh, kind of like the uh, the big three or what that yeah, dice yeah. cube league. But I mean, you see it all the all the time now. Are you like, talking about like halfway between the three-point line and the three-point line? You see the it half all the time, like Damian Lillard, Trey Young, Steph Curry. CJ McCollum, Steph Curry. Yeah. All these dudes, you see the highlights on Twitter. They're like pulling up from the logo. Could you imagine how exhilarating? I mean, there's guys already drilling those. To shots. be honest, I don't, and I don't even think it would ruin the game because I don't think people would be like hucking those up. I think coaches would be like, if you do more than, if you're not Steph Curry, you have no right to be shooting right. those. Right, and yeah. it would make the game more interesting because it spread it out more. You have guys like Steph Curry and Dame Lillard where you'd have to be like, okay, we actually have to guard them. Plus, it makes the end of the game way more interesting because if you can't, you know, you're not. It's it's different because you might foul if you're up three, or you might foul if shit if you're up by four. You don't want some guy hucking it from three quarter length court. And really, the only other way you could change the NBA is to make the hoops higher, but that would totally screw everything. Oh, up your shot would just get wrecked. exactly. Yep. So you really can't change it by changing the height of the hoops. I think if you added a four point line, you know the gray hairs would be like, what the fuck is this? They would. I mean, you got to adapt. I mean, it's just. These guys are getting more athletic, you know, they're training better. I mean, it's It surprises me every time someone pulls up from the logo and drills it, but these dudes are doing it in warm-ups. They'll show the videos, and guys are just draining. Oh, I mean, Steph Curry's making them from the from the tunnel. Yeah, so I th- I would love to see it in the NBA. I think it'd make it a lot more interesting. I don't hate that idea one bit, It would actually. space the floor out more. That's That'd be awesome. Uh, my MLB one is make the Twins spend more money. <laughs> so you went very Minnesota. Uh, again, happy. this is not... I didn't really have any for NBA and MLB, but I just like the Twins to spend some more money. That's fine. They really to be should. honest, to be honest, though, MLB should have a salary cap. The, oh yeah, that's really dumb. Yep. That, that that's really. I mean, every other professional sport does. And to be honest, it can be two hundred million dollars, but you can't. You need to have some some sort of salary cap. I don't know why they don't. It's really an easy fix. If that, and that's honest. a really easy rule, yep. and that's one that a lot of people would. Well, unless you're the Yankees, would get behind. Yeah. Uh, the last one I have is NFL. Yep, I also have one NFL. The overtime should go to college overtime. Do you think it should go after a 10-minute period or just right into it? I think it should go right into it. I hate... They need to get rid of ties. I'll tell you that. They need to get rid of ties. Well, and the other thing I hate, so the NFL as it stands, if you end the game in a tie, you go to a coin flip to decide who gets the ball first. If the team who gets the ball first scores a touchdown the game's over to be honest if they're going to keep the overtime rule like that i think that i think you should always get the ball you should always rebuttal always get a rebuttal so maybe it's not necessarily a college overtime but the other team absolutely should get a chance you played them for 60 minutes even and you're telling me on the luck of a coin flip if you can't make one stop on defense or what if you know a guy trips and gets a bad pass interference call or something then you're already screwed like they should absolutely it should be a rule that both teams get a chance you should always get a rebuttal. That's why I've always said that. And I said the college overtime just because 
I love college oh, overtime. So There's nothing yep. better than starting at the 25, or you could even start them at like the 40. Yep. You don't need to start them at the 25. But what are like, your thoughts on the possible onside kick being a fourth and 15? Have you seen that? So I feel like I've heard it before, but break it. So down. instead of so onside kicks, they've made it harder because they make you put a certain amount of people on each Correct. side. They've they've uh, proposed a rule where instead of an onside kick, you are you have a fourth and 15 i'm doing that in air quotes so basically you have one down to get 15 yards i don't hate that either i think it should be more than 15 though i think it should be 20 yeah 15 i mean you, you can get 15 fif- on a three-step drop yeah you see 15 yeah. happening all the time but i agree i mean there's all, i mean think about the. so MLB. then i think if you make that then you just get the, your ball to 20 right yep and think about the mlb last year uh, they made rule changes. You yep. know, they went to seven inning double headers. They had the guys start on second base in, the, in uh, extra innings. They yep. had a limit to how many guys could like. Pick I mean, it's or, something you could trial for a year too. If you don't like it, you can just get rid of it. And obviously, everyone in the league has to vote on it and say yay or nay. But I guess what I'm getting at is maybe the NFL doesn't go to the college style overtime, but they need to change it. I think they should fix it. Um, so my NFL one is, and they actually do this in the CFL, the Canadian Football okay. League. I think with your challenges, you should be able to challenge whatever you want. I think if like you want to, ch- I think if you want to challenge a penalty, that helmet, the helmet hit that Sorensen had with the Browns, I think you should be able to challenge that. I mean, it's it, it's the same thing. You interpret the rule the way you interpret it, and if you get it wrong, you lose your challenge. That's I, totally I, fair. Like they should, I agree. That if there's a blatant hold that they miss or a blatant pass interference that they miss, I think you should be able to challenge it. It's well, a ref fuck up. And and think about it. Think about like. What happened in the Browns Chiefs game last weekend, where it was a helmet to helmet hit and the guy fumbled up? And it was clear as day. That is just as big as a scoring play. 100%. So you should, I agree, you should be able to challenge whatever you want. And that that would have been clear enough where he launched with his head. And to be honest, if you hit him anywhere else in the body, I don't think he fumbles. When you hit a guy in the head, he loses. He loses his sense of where he even right. is, and that's why you fumble the ball. And to be honest, that's kind of like VAR video assisted yeah. replay in soccer, where you know if there's any doubt about like an offsides or a handball or a penalty or a goal, like they'll go and review it, and you don't have to challenge it. So they already have kind of gone to that. Hold on, Kaja's calling. Let's put her on the. Okay, on don't the don't tell her she's on the pod. Hello. Hey, I'm coming home. You are. Okay, you're li- you're live on the podcast, by the way. Oh my god, no, I'm not. Yeah, you are. That needs the that needs the shit. I podcasters, I've <laughs> the podcasters support you. We're sorry you had a bad well, night. The podcast, listen, the podcast can know that I'd like to be punched in the mouth. Hey, the podcast can. The podcast can also know that you gave me two great song suggestions today. That's awesome, too. And also, can you leave the door unlocked? And also, if I'm crying, can you not comment on it? Uh, yeah. Um, why didn't you send the song suggestions to me? I did. Oh. I didn't get any. Then open your text for me instead of oh. deleting them. Oh. I'll talk to you later. That little, was enthralling. Little roommate drama on the pod. Uh, she's she, probably mad because she turned the lights on again. <laughs> I got to be honest. She took it a lot better than I than I would have. If I was like, oh, I'm on the pod. Uh, regardless, uh, 
I think we made some good rule suggestions. We're never cut out to be commissioner. I think we drink too much. We have too much fun. <laughs> yeah. uh, we're a little too off the cuff. We'll never make it as a professional sports We've always said that if we were college coaches and someone made just an idiotic mistake, we'd immediately cut them from the team. It is the running joke that if an idiotic play happens in a football game, you and I just look at each other and you know what? You know what? If we were coaches, that guy would be cut before he Like I'm talking like line. if somebody gets like an unfortunate – or like Aaron Donald last week where he was in Elton Jenkins' face. Dummy. Big, big – 15-yard penalty, you're obviously not going to cut Aaron Donald, but if some schmuck does that, sorry, buddy, you're on the waiver wire. Yeah, we would also, like, come game 12 of the season, we'd be fielding, like, a couple guys playing on both sides of the ball because we would have cut half the team. Yeah, I mean, Adam Thielen, can you play cornerback? You're athletic. Get out there. <laughs> uh, regardless, that is all we have for this week. Uh, By the time we record, again, you will be 29. I will be old. I will be old as shit, but I'm not 30. Like we gotta, Susie R of New Prague we, thinks I am. We got another year. We got another year left. I'm staring down the barrel at 29 too. So, so uh, speaking of, I have a great idea for your birthday gift, and I think I might give it to you on the pod whenever it is that week, so you can live react on the air. Uh, j- and just so you're aware, your gift did arrive. Yeah, oh, although he did I order thought it on Ian time. didn't order it. He was very he was very sly about it. He did order it. We have it in hand. You know what? That deserves pod claps yep. once again. All right, for everyone else, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend. Watch some of these shows we've been suggesting. We don't suggest them for nothing. But also, there's only so much NFL football left, so make sure you watch that as well. And last thing, watch the Gophers this weekend. Go Gophers, baby. Roll roll, roll the boat, Sky Ma. Go Gophers. Go Gophers.